can see the way they hate And I know better than to listen to the people who are calling us names I can feel the sun Well, good morning, everyone. My name is Brian, and today is Wednesday, May 3rd, 2023, and this is episode 390 of the Lots Project Podcast, a daily look inside our journey to live outside the systems of control. It's another coffee with Brian. I'm a, I'm a little uh, scatterbrained this morning, a little tired. It, um, it was a interesting night last night, and for some reason I couldn't fall asleep. I know why I couldn't, but uh, we'll get to that later. We'll get to that later for sure. How's everybody doing this morning? Uh, let's see who's over in the chat already. Robin headed down to the hen house. Uh, good morning, Mike, Philippine Nomad. How we doing? Ryan, Pippinized, how are you? And the Backwood Butcher already hanging out. Um, and um, Pippinized, uh, Backwoods Butcher. I have this star to talk about later, but uh, Ryan was saying that he is learning that... Um, there's forklift competitions called rodeos. Uh, it's not just forklifts, dude. There is all sorts of stuff, and I will, uh, I will, I will let you know what I know about that in a little while. But uh, first off, what uh, what's in the cup today? It is a new bag, new bag of coffee, new bag from C4, my C4 club. Um, finished off a uh, finished off that light Guatemalan yesterday. And uh, busted into an experimental light Ethiopian and Peruvian uh, blend. Oh, man. It's good. It's good for sure. Uh, I love being in the C4 Club because uh, normally you order coffee or you buy coffee at the store. You get the label. It says Folgers, in Kyle's case, or uh, something better in other people's case, but it basically says what it is. It's a GSD blend. It's uh, the perfect cup house blend. It's Walter's blend or Clyde's blend or Norman's blend. Yes, all of those are actually available. If you go to the perfect cup dot shop and click get premium coffee. But anyway, when you get those, that's what it is. It is what it is. The, the roaster has, um, has decided what, what the, what the blend is, what the roast is and makes it. When you um, when you get a C4 membership and um, Scrambling gets uh, a creative bug or is looking for a new blend or you want to uh, create your own blend, you start working with them. Or he randomly sends uh, something to your taste, but a little bit of an experiment in your uh, in your box every month. And when I when I open it up and it says experimental blend number and it's got a number listed on it, I know he's got a crazy notepad or uh, probably let me guess uh, index cards in that roastery with that number on it somewhere with what it is, how much, what the blend is, what the roast time was, and if I tell him I like it, there's a possibility it shows up again. What a great service! What a great service! He asks you buy forty dollars worth of coffee a month. Uh, that's two pounds. That is, um, I think, oh, wait, I think it might have been up to 45 now. It's two pounds. You buy two pounds of coffee. It's, I think, believe it's 45 at the moment. I could be wrong. I haven't checked the prices lately. I just, uh, I get more than two pounds a month, let me tell you. 
but uh, that's all he asks. And uh, when he gets 100 members to his C4 club, he is shutting the doors. And the only way to get Food Forest Farms coffee after that is through a C4 member. Uh, you can it, you can um, you can create your own blends. You can you can market his blends, or you can just drink your coffee and uh, and go from there. But driving for a hundred, I'm excited. I enjoy his coffee greatly, and there are a bunch of other people that do. The guy knows what he's doing. He has the uh, has the chops to uh, be your coffee personal coffee roaster. But that's what I'm drinking today. Experimental experimental blend of what did i say ethiopian and peruvian yeah yeah for sure definitely definitely good um got uh lightning for liberty last night had a really good time we're uh, messing around with a new kind of format where we do our uh throw our information out there for the first uh 15 minutes 20 minutes and then flop on over to a noster nest and uh simulcast we simulcast the beginning into the nest uh, audio only, and then at the second half, Josh and I jumped over into the nest and uh, started doing um, started doing live Q and A, and it's fun. It's fun. The nests are cool. I got an announcement a little later uh, today to the reason why I couldn't sleep that I'm excited. There's some uh, potential for some potential for utilization of nests. Um, what i got going on too so i'm excited for that uh it went well it went well we had some audio hiccups we have uh, some glitches but when you're dealing with something that is very new on the edge cutting edge um developing every day you're gonna have bugs you just figure them out you roll with them if you can't roll with them you probably shouldn't be there because something's gonna go sideways at some point for you um and just go with it just go with it but anyway anyway that is uh, kind of a little bit of an intro here. We're ooh, a little over six in, so we can do that perfect cup question of the day and get rolling on with the rest of the show. Morning, Josh. How we doing? Slid, slid in, slid in. Um, <laughs> Backwoods Bookshare says, I never uh, feel dumber than when I listen to Lightning for Liberty. <laughs> it's all right, Kyle. It's all right. Uh, you're gonna you're gonna feel like the smartest guy in the room tomorrow night. Don't worry, don't worry. All right, let's get to the perfect cup. All right, everyone, it's time for the 68th edition of the perfect cup. A daily question and my thoughts. Join the discussion in my Telegram group at t.me/lotschat. That's t.me/lotschat. <laughs> lots chat that is the best place to get in on the conversation i pin the question there every day and uh for the next following day's episode come in check it out grab that pinned question and throw your answer up otherwise i sprinkle it around social media so keep an eye out but you never know if you're gonna see what i post for you to see so the easiest way to make sure you see it is hit up t.me slash lots chat Join the conversation. I gather all the answers. We discuss them the next morning. It is a nice little routine, and I'm enjoying it very much. We've done it 68 times. I'm going to keep going. Uh, my guest the other night, Ken Stearns, uh, said he's going to send me some of his questions from the JAR, from the JAR live podcast that he asks his guests as he's traveling around the country. He is going to send me up some of those questions. They're deep, introspective questions, so that should be good, too. 
add them onto the list. If you have questions that you'd like to hear on the Perfect Cup, feel free to email them to info at thelotsproject.com or comment on any social media post. Or like I said, the easiest way to get a hold of me is to join that Telegram group at t.me slash lotschat. The perfect question of the day today is, what's the most sensible thing you've ever heard someone say? What is the most sensible thing that you've ever heard someone say? I put this in the chat and I was like, oh God, this crowd, this crowd, I didn't know where it was going to go. Some of those questions, some of them on the list, I look at them and I almost want to delete them. I haven't yet. I haven't changed them yet. The only thing I've done is uh, swap something around for a question that um, a question that somebody brought up on the spot and I thought it was better for the day. Otherwise, I go with it. And these were picked randomly. Um, these were picked randomly again a couple of weeks ago. But before that, the first 65 were uh, thrown out all on one morning. I, I put them in a list and I, I committed to doing the 60, 60, 65 ish episodes. And here we are. It worked well. So I'm glad. I'm glad. So, oh, Pippin I starts out one here. Uh, I'm going to get to his right before I get to any of the ones from the chat yesterday. He says, I know enough <laughs> to know that I don't know enough. Yeah. That's a, that's a common, common sentiment here in the, in the comments today. I'm going to get a little bit more of this perfect cup since I'm a little foggy this morning and uh, get it cooling down so I'm able to drink with you guys this morning. All right. So, perfect question of the day today. The answers I got in the Telegram chat. I didn't see any answers on other socials. Um, it's tough. It's it's a uh, it's something more for a discussion group. It's not a flyby type of thing. But every once in a while, I get somebody that stops and uh, and writes me a little comment. Not yesterday. So, Josh, uh, uh, excuse me, <laughs> Kyle, the butcher, the, the other butcher, says the guy, uh, a guy uh, that apprenticed, that he apprenticed with said, um, said to him, the day you walk into the shop thinking you, thinking you know everything is the day you look, lock the doors and walk away because you're done learning and that's going to hurt your business. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, what would help your business is, um, English class, but I have no room to talk for sure. Um, I probably copy and pasted that completely wrong. That's why I couldn't read it. Uh, Canadian farmstead says, uh, the most sensible advice he's ever heard someone say, or the most sensible thing that he's ever heard someone say is no. Two letters, very simple, straightforward. And, um, yeah, I, I concur. That is pretty sensible, uh, especially there's a lot of times where it makes a lot more sense for someone to say that than anything else, and it doesn't happen. So, um, Josh, uh, the Renegade Butcher said, if you don't make your job something you enjoy doing, you'll be miserable, and it's your own fault. I, man, I, I've, I've come to a conclusion with this one. A long time ago, because I have, um, I have a, I have a, um, I get bored at work. Uh, talked about it at length of um, working for others and my cycle of uh, 
my cycle of excitement and learning and exploration then boredom and self-destruction i realized along that way when i would start getting miserable at jobs that it's my own fucking fault it's nobody else's fault i chose to be there um i think a lot of it is i was trying to figure out what was what i needed what i wanted um and i i finally came to the conclusion that i don't want to work for anyone else um so that's that's where i'm going to be happy is um is bearing the brunt of my decisions and uh and working for myself that's um so it was my fault i was miserable uh, and maybe will be again, but, uh, at the moment, things are pretty good. Things are pretty good. Uh, but yes, if you don't make your job, something you enjoy doing, you will be miserable and it is your fault. It is your fault. Uh, Rob Kaiser says God is love. Um, yeah, yeah. If that's, uh, if that is the, the road you want to take that for sure, for sure. <laughs> the other Rob in the group says, you don't know what you don't know. That was always a good one in the good one that uh, my dad would say. My dad had all the the, the uh, witty one-liners all the time. So heard plenty of those growing up. Golden Crickets over in Telegram chat says, if you're passionate about something, become the best at it and someone will pay you pay you for it. Yeah, and I'm finding that even if you are passionate about it and you are not the best at it yet or will never be the best at it, you don't need to be the best at someone for someone to pay you to do it. You need to be better than the person that's paying you to do it, at least significantly enough that they want to pay you or they don't want to do it. Yeah, but I totally agree. I totally agree the moment the light bulb goes on that if you're passionate about something and you work at it, someone will pay you to do it. Very few exceptions. There might not be very many people that will pay you to do it, depending on what you're passionate about, but there is always someone else out there willing to pay you to do something that you are the best at. Old Scramblin says switching wives is expensive. And that is a hard fact. That definitely is. Uh, we went down a little sideways conversation with that. It was it was uh, kind of fun. Uh, James from Gingerbread Farm says, a drill instructor told us once, pain is your body's way of telling you you're still alive. And, and he, he said his brain turned that into, you will be in pain until you die. And he says, so far, he's not wrong. You need to get out of the truck and do some barefoot living, James. Or are we talking non-physical pain? Because we can we can get through that too. But yes, pain is uh, pain is a stimuli stimuli to uh, to to make us aware that we're here. Um, I don't disagree with that. The ex the 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 intensity of the pain, or uh, yeah, the intensity of the pain definitely uh, varies and uh, but deaf pain is pain is a stimuli that uh, that will let the let the, the body know we're still alive eric um eric says coach always said vomits just weakness leaving your body <laughs> and then you learn to puke on the move 
I, uh, I, I understand this too. I understand this. And that was kind of when James started his, um, when I started reading James comment, that's where I thought it was going was always pain is, uh, yeah. Uh, pain is weakness entering or exiting the body. All those cool things that, uh, those alpha males in, in high school that turned into be high school teachers. Cause that's where they could dominate still. Um, would tell you in the gym, man, pump it up, pump it up, liver king. Yeah. Uh, Chris Dixon, always in, uh, always in with a good thing, says, uh, be yourself, everyone else is taken. Be yourself, everyone else is taken. And I think that's just um, about the best one to wrap up with this morning. I, um, I really like that one. I, I, I didn't get that until this morning. He, he hit it up late last night. I read it this morning and it kind of stuck. I said, that's going to be the end. That's going to be the one that I wrap up with. So hopefully you can think about that. Be yourself because everyone else is taken. This has been another edition of the perfect cup. If you enjoyed it, please consider sharing it with uh, someone, you know, or check out all the other episodes and uh, yeah. Visit theperfectcup.shop where you can get all your premium air roasted coffee needs. I appreciate you listening and back to the main show. All right. Let me get caught up on these comments and then uh, then we'll get to the history section. Um, uh, Backwoods Butcher says, actually, it doesn't. I kind of made it a point to get a job I don't have to spell or read in. <laughs> And his wife keeps telling him he needs to edit all his YouTube stuff. And from the conversation yesterday, it sounds like he um, sounds like she is very concerned that he might become an influencer. Um, Robin's been around since AOL. Josh says, Josh says <laughs> Kyle should become a proofreader. Um <laughs> I can't read that. Um, <laughs> and Backwoods Butcher <laughs> says, the whole conversation summed up is, you don't have to blow anyone if you don't want to. <laughs> yeah. There you go. There you go. He proofread it, and that's what he read. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to leave it. I'm just going to leave that alone. Oh, uh, let's uh, let's get into this history segment. <laughs> history segment for May third, twenty twenty three, as prepared by Ryan um, Ryan Pippen over uh, from DuctionCups.com and uh, doing an awesome job preparing the history for me. All right, good morning and happy Wednesday, humans. Today is May the third and it's the 123rd day of 2023 one two three 123rd day make it a good one guys make it a good one today we got some history nugs coming your way um and he says there's a few triple word scores uh with a few of the names here so oh goody goody i get to look like i uh, can't speak again thanks ryan thanks ryan i guess it's it is what it is Let's uh, let's get started off in 752, May 3rd, 2023, 752. Really? Can we be that accurate? 
Mayan King Bird Jaguar the four the fourth of Yaxchilian in modern day Chiapas, Mexico, assumes the throne. He ruled from 752 until, until 768 AD, continuing the period of prosperity started by his father, and ain't going to even try to pronounce that. Um, <laughs> he had to struggle to take and hold power as he was not perceived to be the rightful heir to the throne. Yeah, if you want to know about uh, Jaguar's dad, you can uh, check that out on Wiki yourself and uh, figure out how to pronounce it. Whew, yeah. Uh, this day in 1715, a total eclipse of the heart, uh, wait, a total solar eclipse is visible across northern Europe and northern Asia, as predicted by Edmund Haley, to within four minutes accuracy. Four minutes. Haley, you know that dude, there's still a comet kind of whipping around up there that comes around every so often, they named it after him. There's a reason. The dude in 1715 predicted a total eclipse of the sun within four minutes. It was probably accurate at one side of the eclipse, and uh, and as it moved, I think I think four minutes span, and the in the oh wait, there's flat. Never mind. Not going to go into that. 1802, Washington D.C. is incorporated as a city after. Oh Jesus. <sighs> 1802, Washington, D.C. is incorporated as a city after Congress abolishes the Board of Commissioners. The district's founding government, the city of Washington, is given a mayor-council form of government. Woo! Yay! Washington became a city. Yay! <laughs> 1901, the Great Fire of 1901 begins in Jacksonville, Florida. A prolonged drought in the city with wooden buildings and wood shingled roofs. Sparks from a chimney started a fire in a pile of Spanish moss that had been laid out to dry. Now check this shit out. In eight hours, the fire burned 146 city blocks and destroyed more than 2,368 buildings and left almost 10,000 residents homeless. 10,000 residents in eight hours 146 city blocks that bitch was ready to burn and she did fast 1957 walter o'malley the owner of the brooklyn dodgers agrees to move the team from brooklyn to los angeles baseball in the year 2000 the sport of geocaching begins with the first cache placed and coordinates from a gps posted on usenet uh, Pip wants to know, does anyone actually geocache anymore? It's been discussed to hide a few duction cups with geocaching, but I find it odd. Then again, this coming from a dude who did orienteering with a map, compass, and protractor once. So you did it once. Was that in like Boy Scouts where you had to to get your badge? Or did you do it once, it got lost, and said you're never doing it again? Let me see, let me see, let me see here. Uh, happy birthdays. It is birthday time. Happy birthday to you. 19, or wait, 1695. Henry Piot, I think. P-I-T-O-T -T in French. Like, I can't do the French. Like, I can barely do English. So you throw in these uh, these Spanish and French names and God knows what else. And I'm, I'm just done. Uncultured. I'm uncultured. 
French physicist and engineer invented the Piot tube. I wish James was here because he could phonetically write that out in the in the things because the Piot tube is used to determine the airspeed of aircraft, the water speed of boats, and the flow velocity of liquids, air, and gases in industry. Pips No said, yeah, they had math problems with letters and characters on the wiki page for the tube. It takes me extra time to calculate my fuel mileage. Excuse me while I pull out the rest of my crayons. I hear you, man. I can do math. I can't do English. We all have our strengths and we all have our weaknesses. 1940, David Koch, American businessman, chemical engineer, and philanthropist. Koch brothers. Koch ran as vice president of the U.S. in 1980 election as a libertarian, founded Citizens for a Sound Economy, and ranked the 11th richest person in the world in 2019. In 1977, one of my favorite country singers that didn't sing, um, didn't start his career after the year 1980 was born. Uh, in 1977, Eric Church, American country music singer and songwriter, and uh, yeah, just a um, yeah dude can dude can rip on uh, on a guitar, a country song, a blues song, uh, multi multi genre for sure. Is that even a word? Genre. Uh, and Pip said, now we can do country music because it's not Monday. I would have to beg to say that at this point in his career, that Eric Church has transitioned away from country. At least modern country. Josh says it's probably pronounced P-O. <laughs> P-O tube. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Uh, let me see where are we at. Uh, oh, he says this is the five dollar, five dollar handle bonus name. In seventeen eighty three, Jose de la Rivera Aguero Proverian. <laughs> I went right through it. He is a very Peruvian, Peruvian, like my coffee this morning. He's a Peruvian soldier and politician, first president of Peru and second president of North Peru. Huh. Pip's note said, how did he go from Peru to North Peru? I'm thinking he wasn't the best president. I don't know. If you're a country, if, if you're the president of Peru and there is a revolt and now you're moved to North Peru, do you continue to be the leader after you lost South Peru? <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, passings passings on this day in 2004 daryl johnson american baseball player coach manager i uh i remember old daryl johnson uh i was born in 1928 and a couple of holidays celebrated on may 3rd 2023 international sunday not sunday as in the day of the week sun as in the big ball of uh, fire in the sky in 1978, U.S. President Jimmy, Car Jimmy, Jimmy Carter uh, designated today to devote to solar power. Huh, maybe I should unplug the shore today and roll on the solar just for a day. Eh, maybe not. World Press Freedom Day or just World Press Day was set up by the United Nations General Assembly, but I don't know what year. I probably didn't copy it. Who knows? He moved. <laughs> Renegade Butcher says... I mean, he moved up, at least on the map. <coughs> let me uh, let me get back into the comments, and then we'll wrap up this uh, history second segment. 
Um, Josh is just throwing, oh my God, there's word bombs everywhere in my, uh, in my comments. Um, oh gosh. Oh no. <laughs> Kyle's telling him about something. Pippin says high school J R O T C orienteerian. I got my ribbon after walking through a few Dustin spider webs out in the field. Yeah, uh, that's that's kind of how it goes. Kind of how it goes. But anyway, that is the history segment for the day. You have now been pippinized. I don't know if that's a good thing. <laughs> I mean, it works pretty good for me, but you've been pippinized. And uh, be sure to check out DuctionCups.com. That's Duction Cups, like SuctionCups.com to find out if you can use any of these cool little, that damn white light again. The little rubber duckies and uh, and suction cups. You can put them everywhere. They make them for Jeeps. They think that only Jeepers are going to like these things. I'm going to tell you what. I don't drive a Jeep, and I probably never will. I love these little things. You should check them out today at DuctionCups.com. Order up a bunch for your kids, for you, for your grandparents, for your neighbors. Stick them everywhere. Stick them everywhere randomly and uh, make people wonder where the hell they came from. But whatever you do, head to DuctionCups.com and pick some up today. Plugsy approved. <laughs> this coffee is Plugsy approved. <laughs> he knows his Plugsy gets hot when I pour it in the cup. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks, Ryan. That history segment was really good today. I appreciate your effort every day. Let's see. What do I got on my list today? Um, it wasn't a very exciting day yesterday, I'll tell you. I... Um, I got some news late, late, but the majority of the day was, um, the majority of the day was pretty standard. Uh, I had a lot of web work to do. I took last week off kind of, um, really ratcheted back to the bare minimum of keeping the podcast going, prepping for that, getting some social media out there, but, uh, really tried to focus a lot on spending time with Corey, uh, spending time with Tim and Becky, because they were in town. Carrie was in town. Um, yeah, yeah, there were more important things. Um, there were more important things to do. Yeah, they were more important. That's it. Spend time with my wife uh, when we get the opportunity, when she gets to take the time off of work, and I have the opportunity to step back and spend the time with her. That's what I try to do. So I got a little behind. I got a little behind. So Sunday was a catch-up day a little bit. Um, yeah, and we spent the whole day on Saturday going out to LFTN and back. And by the time we got back, it was, um, yeah, I was gassed. There was no doing stuff when we get back. That's a long day. Three hours there. We spent five, six hours on site. Three hours back is, uh, it's a long day to come home and start, um, like, pounding out web blog posts and stuff. <sighs> but catch-up day Sunday. Uh, Monday, we rolled into the week. I started getting uh, a little bit more caught up, got uh, some back stuff done. Yesterday, I got uh, I got caught up with a little bit more stuff, got uh, the cemetery post for the week up, the general post, and um, uh, not the members-only post. That should be done this morning. But one thing I had to work on was um, getting a proposal out to somebody for a job I'm kind of trying to get. Um, a little more on that in a minute. But uh, that was about it. Just kind of 
pounded away on that stuff in the morning. I looked up and it was already noon. Um, I looked at the weather. We got some good weather yesterday and today gets kind of starting to get kind of yucky Thursday, Friday. So I said, Hey, I got to go to the store. I will try to hit a cemetery on the way. And so I took off, I took off and went out. There's a cemetery right down the road here between me and the center of town. So I decided I was going to hit that one up. I, I pulled in and sometimes they're a bust. I mean, sometimes they're a bust. I, I've uh, mentioned a few times that I don't don't research them very much other than um, other than how many memorials are there address. Maybe a photo, if I see a photo, like on Google Maps, I'll see if it looks like it's buried in the woods. Because a lot of times, they'll be listed as a cemetery with, you know, 30, 40 headstones there. And you get there, and it's just woods. Um, yeah, I I wish I had the time and patience to go searching in the woods for a cemetery and clean it up and restore it. That would be fantastic, but I just don't have that at the moment. Maybe someday. If I get enough members in my membership club, I will have plenty of time and compensation to go do that type of things. It would be great, but uh, not at this point. So I, uh, I picked the obvious choice to do a quick hitter. It was already late in the day and I had lightning for liberty and still had to do the dog walks and things like that. So I couldn't spend a lot of time driving. I pulled in. It was really nice. It's right kind of, um, it's not in town, but it's it's kind of in the if uh if a rural town had suburbs <laughs> like where the farms had put uh instead of one farmhouse every three miles they put one farmhouse on four corners and then uh four more like a couple miles down the road it's kind of in like a little neighborhood there there are people on the corners um it was nice it was nice it was still it's still in use it's not huge um but as i walked around and i was looking there was lots of interesting stuff there the sun was in the wrong direction. Like, no shit. Uh, every every headstone that I felt that I wanted to document, the sun was just blasting on it to where I could not get any video of it. So I took a few minutes. I walked around. I think it's someplace I'll probably go back at some point if I need to. Um, but it'll have to be either in the morning or on a cloudy day because I could not. I could barely read them. I pulled out my phone. I looked at the video and uh, it was just all sun glare. So sometimes you strike out, uh, packed up, went to the gas station, grabbed what I needed and headed home. <sighs> yeah. So Corey's like, that didn't take very long. I said, yeah, I couldn't find any. It was, it was amazing. They were all oriented the same way. And um, it just, it just didn't work out. It was kind of frustrating. It was nice. It was a nice place. They had some really cool, big, big monuments from the, the early 1900s, but they had some very intricate inscriptions on them that I would want to get because they were they were so big. They were so prominent in the in the cemetery, but you just couldn't read them the way the sun was glaring on them. So it was a beautiful, beautiful sunny day yesterday. Don't get me wrong. That was fantastic. It was like 70. I think when I looked at the, temp the thermometer, it was like 72 and just blazing sun with a nice little breeze. It doesn't get any better than that. Like if I could search a temperature to stay in every day, all day, that would probably be it. 70s and sunny. 70s and sunny for sure. <sighs> so I came home. Came home. Um, Corey and I, the last few nights, have uh, tossed on a different movie uh, during dinner. 
we we usually will throw on um throw on something we own uh that we've already seen so that we we don't feel bad about turning it off or doing something else and just listening or it's just um background noise while we eat dinner or whatever and so that's that's kind of our mo the last few nights uh we've watched movies we haven't watched before well i don't think i watched before she asked me if i had seen the one last night and i i didn't think i had maybe i did back when it came out but i looked at the year and i don't think i did but cinderella man with russell crowe we watched that last night good flick good flick great story um if you haven't seen it spoiler spoiler alert <laughs> pause your audio he wins Nah, good movie, good movie, boxing movie. Um, it's the underdog story. It's the underdog story. It's based on a true story, um, and it uh, was based back in the Depression. That's pretty rough. It was. I mean, uh, the story. If you really, if you really internalize the story and listen to it and followed along uh, more than just the movie, um, and thought about the times and all that, got immersed in what was going on. It was a very interesting story, and um, I can see I can see why it was so motivated beyond his uh, his probable abilities, and uh, I think he caught a couple bad breaks too. But that movie was great. I would uh, I would recommend it. It is it was, it was kind of long, wasn't it? Two hours, two hours. Eh. Um, it felt longer than that. Oh, because I had to stop in the middle and go out and cut wood because it's a little chilly this morning and Corey wanted a fire. So I had to pause. We had to pause the movie. Uh, and that's the thing is this is the thing when we, we don't watch things we've already seen is I'm like, pause it. I want to see the rest. <laughs> I got to go out and cut wood. So I did that, came back in and uh, finished cutting and finished watching the movie. Got the wood all caught up. The night before we watched a movie that was... Um, newer right i don't know i don't know what year that was um i never looked into it Corey just put it on i was like what is this she's like oh it's a new movie we're checking out uh it's called game night i don't know if you've seen it or not um jason bateman and i don't know what the other chick the chick's name is there's a bunch of people in there the guy from uh we did realize in the middle of the movie if you watched breaking bad um towards the the latter part of breaking bad when they started cooking the meth in the in the um, houses where they were doing the extermination and that red that creepy red-haired guy that ends up working with him i don't remember what his name is as an actor i've never been able to know actors names it's just something i didn't even give a shit about i could probably tell you their character name more before i can tell you their real name <laughs> but uh yeah that creepy red-haired dude um he was in it <laughs> and he was creepy as fuck in this one too uh but yeah what a what an interesting movie. There was a scene in there where um, Jason Bateman's wife had shot him in the arm. And uh, they she was having to take the bullet out because they couldn't go to the hospital. And Corey and I looked at each other in the middle of this scene and said, that is us. That is us. She is learning. She's trying. Corey is technologically um, backwards, <laughs> let's say. I don't think she is. She's very, she gets it. She understands it. She has no desire to. She doesn't want to learn it. She has no desire. And if it, if it gives her issues, she's just like, fuck it. I don't care. Um, 
yeah, it is what it is. It is what it is. That's why I'm here, I guess. But anyway, in this scene, Jason Bateman's sitting on the table and she is looking up how to remove a bullet on her phone. And he's like, will you get off your phone? <laughs> She's like, I'm looking up how to do it. He's like, oh, okay. So he sets the phone down and she goes to reach for his arm and, and start digging the, or uh, start cutting into his arm. And he's like, your phone turned off. She's like, oh, I'll just keep touching it with my nose and keep it on. And he's like, change the settings. And they're arguing about changing the settings versus just touching the phone to keep the screen lock on. And I looked over at Corey and she looks at me and she goes, that's fucking us. You would be sitting there with a bullet in your arm telling me to change the settings on my phone so the screen doesn't lock. And I said, yeah, well, I mean, it is, there is. It is kind of fucking annoying. <laughs> but yeah, it. Uh, there were definitely some moments in the movie where I felt that they might have um, took our story when they were arguing or talking about things that uh, didn't matter, but it, mer- it mattered to them. Good flick. Good flick. Um, definitely enjoyed watching it. Will I watch it again? Would you watch it again? I don't know if I'd watch it again. It was kind of one of those. Um, it was kind of one of those that it was good, but once you know the story, it's not as good, probably. So I'm not going to tell you what even the basis of the story is, let alone um, the ending. Uh, so, so we're here in about 41 minutes. Then kind of teasing a little announcement. Hold on. I got to get out of here for a second. I will be right back. Oh, all right. Sorry. Sorry. You're, we're not going to want to deal with that. Um, <laughs> anyway. <coughs> got some exciting news last night and i have to preface this this isn't 100 percent. it's 99.8 percent as far as the person that i've been dealing with is uh, is concerned um but how this went down little story for you um if you watch my 420 my april 20th interview with dustin hawksworth of fat nugs magazine uh i think you can see that he is a pretty um pretty chill dude uh, he's gotten some breaks from people. He has um, he's got a great philosophy on cannabis, uh, his business, his life, and and whatnot. I really enjoyed my conversation with him. I really enjoyed the conversation before the interview, after the interview. I love um, what he stands for with his magazine and his other um, his other uh, brand, Three Good Buds, with a couple other guys. I just get a good vibe off the guy. I talked to him a little bit more. I dug into a little bit more on LinkedIn. And coincidentally, same time, uh, we were kind of getting into Noster. And I was setting up my Noster account. I was was watching it grow, still watching it grow. But as I was promoting the interview with Dustin, um, doing some 420 stuff, some some off-the-cuff pot stuff, uh, pot posts, this and that. It was around 420. I noticed that there was a lot of interaction. There's, and you think about it, and Noster kind of lends itself to the cannabis crowd. Um, decentralized freedom, non-censorable, um, do what you want type of type of wild, wild west of the internet again. Um, 
and I put two and two together. I said, man, it's just a natural fit for the cannabis crowd to be over here. I'm curious how much there is. I started digging and poking and it seemed like there was a pretty good response. So I said, I'm going to try this. I'm going to see what, uh, see how this goes. So I sent Dustin a message and I said, Hey man, um, are you guys on Noster? And he said, what's a Noster? <laughs> I said, Hey, I would love to have a, uh, a sit down with you. Let's uh, talk for a few minutes. I have an idea. I want to throw it at you. I pitched him, setting him up a Noster, managing it and, um, and seeing where it goes. He wanted to consider it. He wanted to talk to his team. Um, 99.9% of the team is back and says they want to let her go. And so uh, O'Brien's going to be uh, managing the Noster account for Fat Nugs magazine for at the minimum the next 90 days. So if you're on Noster and uh, you're uh, popping around there this afternoon or tomorrow morning, if you uh, would be so kind as to uh, search up Fat Nugs magazine and give them a follow, it's over there right now. I don't know how searchable it is. I uh, I was doing it in a hurry uh, to get the, the groundwork laid so I can dive in this morning. But yeah, should be good. Should be good. I think the the crowd is great. I foresee a great um, a great opportunity to expose Noster to the cannabis culture and also the cannabis culture to Noster. Dustin is very tied in in the cannabis industry and with the right people, not with the corporate growers, with the private growers, with the the advocates that have been there the whole time. Uh, he's tied in with the cannabis culture that you want, not the corporate culture, not the state taxing it and whatever. It's a plant. It's medicine. Um, he could easily sing the praises of Noster to his comrades in the cannabis industry and uh and expose them to it opening a new social media platform to them i think it also creates an air of adoption in a whole industry of people that are looking to be on the cutting edge i think it's a fit i think it's a fit for sure um i haven't seen a ton of cannabis industry people there and it'd be cool to spearhead that i would be uh, i would be perfectly excited to be that person and if nothing else i hope to expand his brand there and hope to um get some exposure for his magazine his products his sponsors and uh above else i uh, hope to make a little money off it too but we got 90 days i got 90 days to uh to see what i got uh i decided since this would be my first time doing this i wanted to do a value for value model where i am willing to um willing to sacrifice the time and effort uh, and energy to to populate this for the next 90 days. And at the end, uh, I'm throwing it to faith that I can prove myself enough that they find value in it uh, to continue with it, to uh, continue with it on their own, to let me continue with it. Or if I didn't do my job, then we scrap it. And there wasn't value enough to get value in return. Huh. Interesting concept, huh? interesting concept. But I'm excited. I'm excited. Let's knock it out of the park for the next 90 days. Um, if you know people that are into pot, uh, send them my way over on Noster. And um, definitely send them my way if they need to give help onboarding on, uh, if they are interested in possibly having me do this for them. I don't know. I really know how much I want to do up front, but uh, 
there may be some uh, some opportunity for other people to learn um, learn the system that I've uh, kind of laid out for myself to follow. Will it work? Will it work? Oh man, Josh, nice. Josh says dibs on fat nostrich na- strain name. Fat nostrich. Yeah, um, that's all you, man. Because uh, I don't think Dustin grows. I don't think anybody is magazine. They're all writers, photographers. Uh, but anyway, if you haven't checked out Fat Nugs, I want to. I want to. I was diving in pretty hard last night as I got the news. It's probably why I couldn't sleep. I was. Um, I was kind of uh, brain was in overdrive. But man, recipes, the art, the photography, the the interviews, the articles, the weed reviews, uh, man, man, it's a it's a quality it's a quality magazine. It's a quality online magazine. They just recently went to hardcovers. Going to be a ton of content, guys. So definitely check out Fat Nugs, and uh, I'll be talking about it here and there, obviously, because I'm uh, I'm going to be representing them. So. That's all I got. That's all I got about that uh, item of the day today. Paris City manual coffee grinder. Uh, I got to get another review up on the site so I can uh, I can get some new items of the day. But I made a uh, commitment to myself to only use ones that I have reviews on the site. And this is another one of those. The Paris City manual coffee grinder. We've talked about it a bunch. I use it every day, every morning, at least once to grind my French press twice if I have two. I don't use an electric coffee grinder. I do it all by hand. It's not that bad. It doesn't take that long and it makes the coffee taste better. How much better? I don't know. I can't tell you. It's hard to quantify, but slow grinding, smashing those beans, crushing them so they explode and produce more surface area is the way to get the most flavor out of the beans. Do it to it. Do it to it. If you don't want a manual coffee grinder, but you got to do some shopping on Amazon, please, please, Click the links, get through our, get in our Amazon links and let us uh, get a little uh, something, something off your purchases and it doesn't cost you anything. It's a free way to support the Lots Project and we appreciate every time you do. Kyle, the, Kyle, the Backwoods Butcher coming up tomorrow night on Thursday. Lots to talk about. Uh, it's going to be a live one, usually, uh, usually pre-recorded on Thursday, but we're doing this one live. So be sure to mark your calendars and come over and talk with us and join the conversation. Other than that, let's wrap it up. If you enjoyed the show, please consider sharing it with others. You can find it at thelotsproject.com on Nostra, Telegram, YouTube, TikTok, Facebook, Rumble, Instagram, and be sure to listen on one of your favorite podcasts, 2.0 Value for Value Exchange podcast players like Podverse or Fountain.fm. Hey, guys, make it a great day. And uh, when I talk to you again, we'll be over the hump. Have a great Wednesday, and we will catch up with you tomorrow.